Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of Monday's Minutes, a Kid's Take. Today I will be talking about college basketball, not the, the college football national championship because by the time that game is over, it'll be really late. And if you want to hear me talk about that, I had an episode last Friday, not not the one just a couple days ago, but the one before that. And I will be starting off today's episode with a question. Hi, Nicholas. I know it's a bit early to be talking about baseball, but I'm curious uh, about uh, what your thoughts are about yesterday's uh, deals the Cubs made with six of their players, including Bryant, Contreras, and Schwarber. Uh, They gave them only one-year deals. Do you think that signals that they're uh, delaying any further action this year and waiting until next year to do a major rebuild? I do think that is what it kind of means. I don't think it'll be a major rebuild, but there could possibly be a rebuild coming. And the other reason why I think they did it is to possibly trade. Chris Bryant has been a trade option, but I think if they're going to trade anybody, it's going to be Kyle Schwarber. He's pretty a pretty valuable player, a, a great designated hitter, and I think if they're going to trade for anybody, it's going to be Nolan Arenado, but his number one option is to the Cardinals, and the Cubs could pull off a trade like that because they have some decent prospects that they could trade, and Kyle Schwarber, which I think would be enough for Nolan Arenado, but there are other teams like the Cardinals trying to get him. But I don't think it'll be such a major rebuild if it is a rebuild because they'll still have, well, Chris Bryant and Wilson Contreras will be, won't be on contract next year. But I feel like Chris Bryant, this is his first year not on rookie deal, on a rookie deal. So I think that he will possibly resign next year and so will Wilson Contreras. And they'll still have guys like Javi Baez and Anthony Rizzo on their team. So I do quite possibly see a rebuild coming if they don't make it to at least the NLCS this year. But it won't be too bad. So you may have remembered a couple months ago, I put up a poll on Instagram and said, give me some college basketball teams and I'll predict the se- their seasons. And I'll be starting off with Xavier. Now these were sort of tough to do because there were a lot of in-season tournaments. But I won't be counting those because it was kind of hard to avoid. So, I will be starting it off with Xavier. 17 games through, I predicted them to go 12-5. and five, And that's actually their record right now, 12-5. and five. But a couple, one of those losses was in a tournament. So, um, I'll just be telling you about the games that were actually on the schedule. So, they beat Connecticut and lost to Florida. But those were in tournament games, so I won't be counting that. So not not including those right now they're 11 and 4 which is exactly where I had them right now and I had them starting off 7 and 0 up to the Green Bay game which they did win and then I also had them losing to Cincinnati but they did end up winning that but they lost the next game against Wake Forest which I predicted them to lose and they were at 8 and 1 and then um, I predicted them to lose to Villanova, which did end up happening, and I also predicted them to lose to TCU, which didn't happen. So in the end, I did do pretty good on these. I predicted them to go 11 and four through those games, and they actually did, but I just didn't get the games right. Now Xavier, I think they're kind of a bit of a letdown team this year. They started off really high ranked, but are one and three in the Big East this year.
So I think they'll still have a chance to pick it up if they get a couple big wins in the Big East. So the next team will be Indiana. Right now they're 16 games through uh, with games on their schedule. And I predicted them to be 10-6. and six. They completely proved me wrong. They are 13-3 and three right now. And I had them starting off 5-0, and oh, but then I just predicted them to lose a couple, like, bad games there to, I think it was, it was Louisiana Tech I had them losing to, but they ended up winning that game by 13, and then South Dakota State was also one that I predicted, and then I had them going on a two-game losing streak, and they actually won one and lost one there. And then they had a win over Connecticut, Nebraska, Notre Dame. They lost to Arkansas and Maryland. I actually had them beating Arkansas and losing to Maryland. So I'm not going to just go on with my predictions. Simply, I just had them 10-6. and six, And they proved me wrong. Um, I think they really should have been ranked um, in these rankings. I'm pretty sure they received some receiving votes. I'm not 100% sure, though. I feel like if they were to beat Wisconsin, they would be ranked at 14-2 and two because Maryland is a pretty good team, and not everybody can beat them. So they're proving me wrong. I see them as a tournament team right now, and if they finish the season as like a maybe 10-9 loss team, I could see them making the tournament as like an 11 or 10 seed, or possibly even an 8 Next, I'll be talking about Michigan, and they completely proved me wrong. I had them not having a great record through the first couple of games, and they actually had an amazing record, got all the way up to fourth in the country, I believe it was. But then they lost a couple of games, started to slip, and are now at 19th. I had them as the highest ranking as 21st, and it's looking like now they're probably going to be, I don't know, around like... If they pick it up in Big Ten play, I could see them as a five seed. So they're having a pretty good year uh, after losing a ton of good players at the end of last year. Now the next team, it will be Virginia. And let me go look at their record real quick. So next team is Virginia. I kind of predicted them right for the first couple of games, but I did not having them falling apart like this. It all They all started falling apart after that 30-point loss to Purdue at Mackey Arena. And right now they're 11-4. and four. Uh, Through 15 games, I had them at 13-2, and two, so I wasn't too far off. And I actually did predict them losing to Syracuse, correct? And I had them losing, beating, or losing to Virginia Tech, but they ended up holding Virginia Tech to 39 points that game. So that was a pretty crazy... Well, that was a pretty crazy defensive game. And, yeah, after that Purdue game, they blew some games like South Carolina. And right now they're unranked. So I could see them picking it up and being like a 5 or 6 seed. They're not in a terrible spot right now, being 11-4 and four and in the ACC. Next up is the Florida State Seminoles, who are currently ninth in the country at 14-2. and two. And through 16 games with them, I had them at 10-6, and six, so they proved me wrong. And they started the season off rough with the loss to Pittsburgh, but they did end up beating 6th-ranked Florida, who I believe is unranked now. And they haven't lost a game since December 3rd against Indiana. 
So, I actually had that. I said that I didn't think they'd make March Madness, and I didn't think they'd be ranked at all. And they clearly proved me wrong. They're ninth in the country right now, and are an amazing team, one of the best in the ACC. So, they really proved me wrong. Now, the next team is the Michigan State Spartans, who started off the season as first in the country, and a loss to number two Kentucky, which was which is an acceptable loss. It was hard to beat Kentucky at the time. And uh, through, right now they are, hold on, 13-4, and four, so 17 games through. Coming off another, uh, Purdue keeps beating a ton of good teams at Mackey. They lost to Purdue 71-42, to and through 17 games, I had them at 15-2. and two. I didn't predict them losing to Purdue. I didn't predict them losing to Duke. Or no, I did predict that. But um, they lost to Virginia Tech, which I did not see coming. And they're kind of having a really disappointing year. Everybody was saying this is going to be a really good team with Cassius Winston returning. They're going to be amazing. They are amazing, but they're 15th in the country. Everybody was thinking they'd go not undefeated, but they'd have a really good year, be the once be a one seed in a tournament, and win it all. Clearly, that's not what's happening. Now, the next team I will be going over next up will be Memphis, who have been having an interesting season, even with the loss of potential number one overall pick, James Wiseman. They are still maintaining a spot at 23rd in the country. I predicted them to win the American Athletic Conference and to go 28-5, and five. but right now it's not looking like that'll happen. They are, let me check their record, they are 13-3, and three, and at this point I had them being 11-2, and two, or sorry, 14-2. Um, and two. So they're playing really good without James Wiseman. They are coming off a, lo- a couple losses to Wichita State and Georgia, but again, those are acceptable. Two good teams with Georgia having a guy like Anthony Edwards. And I was also kind of sad that James Wiseman left because I was looking forward to that Memphis-Georgia game because it would have been Anthony Edwards versus James Wiseman. So Memphis, I still see them as a tournament team because I still think they'll win their conference, but they'll really need to make some big changes to turn the season, not necessarily turn the season around, just do better without James Wiseman. So that will be the last topic of today's episode. Thank you for listening, and make sure to tune in on Friday where I will be doing a recap of the College Football National Championship game.